Hello, and welcome to How Do You Drew? This is a Drew Barrymore podcast brought to you by thedrewseum.com. And sponsored by our friends at Positive Medium. I'm Anne. And I'm Ashley. And hello. Hello. Are you excited for this episode? Yeah. (laughs) I'm just going to jump right in and say that. (laughs) I think it'll be nice and sweet and hopefully, I don't want to say hopefully short, but you know what? Hopefully short. (laughs) Short and sweet is fine. Once in a while, you got to, we got to switch it up. We can't always have like epic, huge, long researched, many edits, you know, sometimes we gotta have some quickies. Yeah. Nothing wrong with a quickie. (laughs) Sometimes you just need a quickie. Uh, Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Okay. I got a cosmic coincidence for you. Okay. I'm not going to call this one somebody copying us because it came out the same day. So it's, it's a coincidence. (laughs) Okay. Sounds great. Let's hear it. Pure Wow. It's a website that's pretty popular celebrity stuff. They have this Celeb Bites um, YouTube thing that they do where they test out different celebrity recipes. Mm-hmm. And the day our Rebel Homemaker episode came out, they did the Harissa spaghetti recipe that you did. All right. That's <laughs> totally normal. So weird. This book that's like a couple of years old now to just you know, suddenly have a, an episode or two in Isn't the zeitgeist. Weird? Yeah, that's that's actually that's completely normal. What do you mean? Next. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next thing is a a little oopsie daisy. Okay, we forgot to mention, or actually, I'll take responsibility because you're probably going to be like, I don't, I don't even know this. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Yeah, Raja Gosnell, who directed Never Been Kissed. Mm-hmm. I had the sense there's something else we need to mention about him, but I was thinking like, oh, it's probably that he was involved with Home Alone. And I always get a little kick out of that when I watch that every year. <laughs> I can't remember what he did on Home Alone, but he did something. That's cool though. Yeah. And he also, I think he directed both the Scooby-Doo movies and, you know, I've got my Matthew oh. Lillard thing anyway. So I just like didn't go any further with that thought, but then <laughs> I was reading <laughs> our own biography of Drew <laughs> If you guys want to read that on the Drewzam.com, you guys can go read our Drew biography. It's pretty fun and thorough and we're really proud of it. But anyway, it mentioned that he was the director of Beverly Hills Chihuahua and he invited Drew to do the voice for that. (laughs) Totally forgot. If I knew that, I completely forgot. But that is a really cute little tidbit and we're here to deliver the tidbits. Turns out. That's right. That's our brand. <laughs> Turns out. What was the, the phrase we came up with? I already forgot. Me too. <laughs> Tidbits galore. Tidbits galore. Welcome to How Do You Drew? Tidbits galore. <laughs> okay. And then the last thing is I just want to mention that if you're listening to us on Spotify, mm-hmm. you guys can interact with the episode. So I went ahead on our last one and I put a question and a poll in there. And awesome. you guys can participate with that and like you know, it kind of is another way to have a little community of listeners. We've got Instagram, which is great, but maybe some people don't want to use Instagram. You guys can interact with us on Spotify. So be sure to go check that out and we'll be watching for what you guys put in there. Really glad that you made that happen. That's really cool. Okay. So what did Drew love this week? But before we get into it, you made a new website page dedicated to Drew Loves. Do you want to talk about it a little bit? Yeah. So a couple of episodes ago, I mentioned like, maybe I should make a page where we list all these things for reference. Yeah. And I finally did it. I got excited one day and I was like, I'll do it later. And I started like, I'll just do two episodes. Oh, I'll just do five. And I was like, I'll just finish the whole thing. <laughs> 
So if you guys go to howdoyoudrew.com, you will see that there is now a page of Drew Loves and it has everything we've ever mentioned on the episode. Yay. That is really cool. I'm so glad that you came up with it. It's lovely to have it compiled. Lovely. <laughs> I think Drew would love it. I just got to say. <laughs> it's pretty fun. And it kind of evokes the same tidbits galore feeling that our Drew details page uh -huh. has, where we just have random trivia and information about Drew. That's on the Drewzium.com as well. I've always loved that page on our website. I know. I'm so proud of it. So yeah, back to Drew lives. I love love. So not a lot to share because guys, she is kind of under the radar right now. So the only thing I've got that I compiled since last episode was Drew loves a novelty sock and Gwyneth Paltrow so much that she could throw up so much. <laughs> um, I didn't know that she was into novelty socks. Me neither. What was it? It was like a little clip. Um, online. Yeah. She it was, was behind the socks scenes her daughter. of the New York magazine shoot. Ah, that's right. So anyway, it's a new tidbit for us, despite the fact that it's a very small list of things. Hopefully more next week. <laughs> and we mentioned in our previous episode that our You've Got Mail segment will be filled in for a little while by the lovely slew of podcast reviews that we got. Slew of reviews. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> slew of Drew reviews. <laughs> oh my yeah, I God. Okay. This one I chose is because this is the impetus for this episode. Something that was mentioned in this review is what made me think, Hey, we should do an episode on this. Awesome. <laughs> You've got mail. This comes from the wonderful Katie. We've talked about Katie before. She's a wonderful friend of the pod. We love her. She's the sweetest. And she left us a review with the title, An Essential Listen, Whether You're a Drewby or New to Drew. Very cool. Um, I'm going to read it now. So from Katie, this podcast is a joy to listen to as the dynamic duo behind the Drewseum dig out the receipts, clippings, features and memorabilia as they host weekly episodes on every aspect of Drew's career and life, supplemented by their over 25 years of being Drew fans and best friends. Standout episodes have featured fan favorite films, <laughs> fan favorite films. I love Great alliteration. I'm sorry, featured fan favorite films like Scream and Never Been Kissed as they talk about the production of these films and how they came to be made. Other fun episodes are deep dives on magazine features and photo shoots that helped cement Drew Barrymore's rising star in Hollywood. Oh, Drew's Walk of Fame star ceremony? They were there too, and can give a unique insight into being a Drew fan then and now, as so many new fans love Drew's award-winning show and want to find out more. This is the podcast to listen to. What? Is that like the best review ever or what? <laughs> we just need to use that as our, like our description for our podcast. Oh my now. God. So true. <laughs> Katie, thank you. You are incredible. Hope you're able to find creative ways to listen to our podcast, despite the fact that you, you know, be kind of became a Drewby through Drewbies. Like yeah. you are the best. Oh, so sweet. And by the way, if you guys don't see that in your Apple podcast, that's because apparently you can only see the reviews for the country you live in. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. I know. Thank you again, Katie. Once again, you're the best. The best. Okay. So what did you pull out for this week and Drew history? <laughs> okay. I like this one. <laughs> All right. June 25th, 2003. 
Okay. Got a little event called the Charlie's Angels Full Throttle Premiere in New York. Sound familiar? <laughs> Anyone getting an image in their heads? <laughs> Hopefully some of you, because apparently this look was the winning look in the March Madness 2022 that Ashley put together. You don't have to credit me singularly. <laughs> well, you did. You did it. But I remember being like, that's the top one? Was it just like event looks overall? Yeah. So we did event looks from 82 through, I want to say 2010, I think. And that was the absolute top. Everybody picked that as their favorite, favorite, favorite. It is so much fun. So some of the things we talk about might be some of the reasons why that's so. (laughs) I mean, it is iconic. (laughs) It is iconic. So um, I'll go ahead and kind of start getting into the outfit a little bit. Okay. Drew is wearing kind of like a gray sort of baby doll tee that says my boyfriend's out of town in small black text. The simplest font, just my boyfriend's out of town. And the t-shirt is just short enough where her lovely little butterfly tattoo is showing. Love it. Yeah. (laughs) Above her leather pants, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I think everybody is familiar with the pictures of her and Cameron Diaz walking down the sidewalks of New York with champagne. I couldn't find the story, but I, from what I recall, like their bus broke down. So they ended up walking, but then I'm like, I know they took a bus to the first movie's New York premiere. I am thinking of the LA. When Cameron's shoe broke. (laughs) Well, also like that old car that they were in, I think was supposed to take them further and didn't. So they had to walk. And I don't remember the story behind this, but that's all I can think of is the LA story. Okay. Yeah. Something like that happened (laughs) from what I recall. I don't know why Lucy wasn't with them, but it's classic. I will say that uh, I see this getting used for Halloween costumes lately where people are in the outfit and they have like the champagne and the fake butterfly on their stomach and the whole vibe, which is so funny. I do not understand who is going to get that except for like us. <laughs> That's so funny. The shirt is like, people really know this one. It's yeah. very, it's like iconic beyond just the Drewby demographic. That's true. I mean, I love that this is so iconic that on the Drew Barrymore show, they were talking about statement tees and like this came up, this look came up and Drew said, I decided at the last minute that I was going to wear leather pants and a tee from my closet. Good times. (laughs) (laughs) And we did see her wear this shirt and at least two other times I can think of. So it really was like just one of her t-shirts. That's so awesome. I don't even remember the other instances. (laughs) Remember that New Year's Eve picture? of fab and drew where she has the 2003 glasses on you mean by amanda dickens yes i know isn't that weird who we're just talking about i know i was just gonna say strangely (sighs) enough um she's wearing it in that and then there's like some candids like years later which is cool it also came up when benny drama was on drew's news podcast Mm -hmm. (laughs) r.i.p and they were talking about like um something about dating and he said Hey, do you still have that? My boyfriend is out of town shirt. If you put that on and strut around the East Village, you'll get a boyfriend in a second. <laughs> Drew said, it would barely cover one of my breasts now. It was a baby tee at the time. <laughs> I know. One of her breasts. That's almost a Drewism. But, almost, but you know what? Let's call it one because we don't have one for this episode. There we go. So there it is. That image is just <laughs> Jeff's kiss. <laughs> And I think it's really funny that despite the fact that she was wearing that shirt, 
Mr. Fabrizio Moretti, her boyfriend at the time, was actually in attendance. Yes. <laughs> Which is quite good. I know. It's so fun. And uh, we've seen some photos from the after party. Drew was definitely having a real good time. She's <laughs> partying and dancing a lot with Juliette Casablancas, who is married to uh, Julian Casablancas from The Strokes. Yep. And there's like pictures of her hanging out the limo at the end of the night and all her back tattoos are showing. Plus she has her like thong strings like we talked yep. about in another episode. <laughs> yeah, when we were talking about the Titan AE premiere. But yes, this is like 2003. So yeah, that was right in there when, you know, thong strings, seeing them was like part of your fashion statement. <laughs> it was part of the look. <laughs> anyway, we had to give some time to that one because man fun and drew definitely had that like ooh yeah that was a good night yeah <laughs> totally um the pictures are really fun so we'll definitely post one in case you're not familiar though we hope you are <laughs> <laughs> all right so i know it's a little bit short because like you said there's not really much new but what's new with drew this week yeah this is the only thing i've got right now We're, we are recording a little early so if something big breaks you know <laughs> seems to happen to us but anyway sometimes I found out she's going to have a cameo in the June 18th episode of the Eric Andre show. The episode is titled, Don't You Say a Word. Uh, I guess it's a prank show. I'm not familiar with it personally. I'm familiar with Eric Andre, but I haven't watched the show. (laughs) Okay. So there's a snippet. I don't know if it's the entire thing that features Drew or not, but there's a clip on YouTube that Adult Swim put up and like this woman gets a box delivered and it's like moving around and being creepy. And then Drew runs in and says, I'm Drew Barrymore. I'm here to help. And the lady's just like, I don't, what is happening? Like she doesn't care at all about Drew. And Drew <laughs> says that there's a Wolverine inside the box. I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I watched it and I was like, yeah, this is that absurd type of humor that like no context is allowed. It's like, <laughs> it's great. Cause it gives, it's like, I think Drew says in it, I'm an empath. Yeah. It's so weird. really great. This airs on Adult Swim on Max, which I have a subscription to. So I'll cool. watch when it comes out and see if there's more or if that's all that she does. Yeah. And if there's more, we'll talk about it later. If so, not, yeah. you know, check out for yourself. There you go. Howdy, Howdy Drewbies. We want to tell you about our sponsor, Positive Medium. We've actually been clients of theirs for at least 10 years, and they take care of all of our website needs for thedrewzam.com. They offer custom web design and professional coding, search engine optimization, marketing, and hosting. So we've been hosted by them, but we've also been able to take advantage of a lot of their expertise in these other areas as well. Absolutely. So customer service is the biggest draw for us with this company. They have saved our site literally from obliteration (laughs) quite a few times, but then they also help us with minor issues in just like literally a matter of minutes. So if we have like a coding question or just like something on the back end we can't figure out, we reach out to them and we get an answer back and the issue is solved within moments. We're so excited that Positive Medium is allowing us to offer our listeners 25% off managed WordPress hosting plans using our promo code DREW, D-R-E-W, of course. Um, And if you want to take advantage of this, visit positivemedium.com. We really, really vouch for these people. They've been so great to us and will continue to be great to us, I I can only imagine. (laughs) I mean, they're great by offering this to our listeners. So take advantage. Again, it's promo code DREW, of course.
Okay, so our weekly topic, the, <laughs> the star ceremony for Miss Drew Barrymore. And it was funny that we always just like between us call it star ceremony, but I guess we should be more specific. This is for the Hollywood Walk of Fame star <laughs> that Drew has. <laughs> like star ceremony could be a bunch of things, I guess. <laughs> That's very true. I'm glad that you specified. <laughs> It took place on February 3rd in 2004. So quite some time ago at this point. Let's not even talk about it. (laughs) Almost 20 years. Jesus. Uh, Yeah, I know. I said let's not talk about it. I know. Sorry, sorry. I had to. (laughs) Um, The star is located at 6925 Hollywood Boulevard, which is basically right in front of the classic Chinese theater, which is I know. super cool. She definitely got like prime real estate with that one. So it's such a good spot. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so let's just do a quick background first. We will say that lots of Drew's family members have stars. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what was so special to her. She's joining them. So Ethel, Lionel, and John Barrymore, so her great aunt, great uncle, and her grandfather, they all have stars. Mm-hmm. Her grandmother, Dolores Costello, has one. And then surprisingly enough, her dad, John Drew Barrymore, has one in the television category. And he got that in 1960. And... I find it very surprising and strange. I don't know who would have nominated him or paid for it. (laughs) It's very interesting. Who knows what the process was then? That's true. He had a blip in his career where he was like doing decently, I think, as far as getting work. And that's like right in that period of time. And then the rest is history, as they say. And strangely enough, the Walk of Fame website, walkoffame.com, if you're interested, it like totally talks shit on him, (laughs) like on his page. Like basically he was incarcerated for these reasons and he didn't show up for this guest role. So he was suspended from SAG. And I'm like, okay, what? (laughs) I'd be interested to see how truthful they are about other people who things have come out about. Right, probably not. I highly doubt it. Yeah, I'm very interested that they don't just give like the smallest little like, this is why they got it, moving yeah. on. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. But yes, many of Drew's family members also have stars in the Walk of Fame, which is really sweet. Yeah, I just had a memory when he passed away, like somebody left like a giant thing on his star. I remember seeing a picture of it, you know, like one oh. of those kind of funeral flower arrangements mm-hmm. on like yeah. a easel. So that's interesting. That is interesting. I didn't remember that if I knew that. That's interesting to think about, like, was it Drew? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So here's a really interesting thing about these stars. And <laughs> I remember when I heard this, I was like, really? Like, okay, so I'll, I'll get into it. So to receive a star, you have to first be nominated, which means people like, I think just kind of coming out of the woodwork to nominate you. It could be anybody. Yeah. But there's a whole application process. Yes. And so... The payment for the actual star, like for it to be installed, and it's like a, you know, it's a piece of the sidewalk. Yeah, it's for upkeep as well. Yep. So at the time when Drew got her star, it was about $30,000, and now it's $75,000. Can you believe that? When I saw that, I was like, what? What a racket. (laughs) Um, And also, the last thing is that the person who's receiving the star has to agree to appear at the ceremony. So there are all these like, I don't know, it feels like here's some paperwork related to this like quote unquote award that you're getting. Right. This is not to say that we didn't have an amazing time at this ceremony. Like, (laughs) oh, absolutely. And I remember like prior to this, 
being so surprised that she didn't have one. Like this came pretty late in her career. If you really think about it. Yes. But she'd had some rough points before that. True. But yeah, it really does feel she'd had a huge career. Like it'd be interesting to think of other times when it maybe would have happened, but I feel like it makes sense. Like she'd had a big, big renaissance at this point. That's true. So yeah, kind of speaking more to like, how did this happen? I just sort of have this gut instinct and I don't know where this is coming from. If it's just my own theory or if I remember something subconsciously, but I kind of feel like Columbia Pictures slash Sony, they were the studio that released 50 First Dates. Mm-hmm. And this clearly tied into promotion for the movie. So I kind of feel like, they might have footed the bill and been behind all this. And we have more reason to think that we'll get into later on. It doesn't really matter who did it. It's just awesome that she finally got the honor. Yeah. I think it kind of makes sense, even though I've never thought about that. Like I was just like $30,000 would be like nothing to her, you know, but, yeah, true. but I can't see her buying it for herself. Yeah. Her ego wouldn't allow that. <laughs> exactly. So the press release for the event was released on January 27th of 2004. So not very long before, like yeah. only a handful of days. We were alerted to it, Ashley and I, on the grapevine, which we have talked about before. It's the message board where we all met. We had met any other Drury we've talked about pretty much. We met through this. Truly. I'm really interested to like think of who like found it and posted it, you know? <laughs> I know. I don't remember. Somebody shared it and I know we were like, well, we are going to be there because yep. it is open to the public. Anybody can show up to these yep. events. Um, and then at some point we also learned that the 51st Dates premiere was happening that same day later that night. So we mm-hmm. just were like, okay, this is what we're doing that day. <laughs> yep. So uh, we were probably just like, well, now it's a whole day. <laughs> Got to take this day off work. <laughs> uh, yep. And we made a sign that we have like pictures of, I don't remember. Me neither. It's my handwriting too. <laughs> I know. And I was, I was trying to read what the whole thing said and it's just congrats Drew. And then we have a gift for you. I think it says at the bottom. Oh, Okay. So we had a little sign on, not little, it was like on 22 by 28 poster board. <laughs> Only you would know those dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say the dimensions? Because that's you. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at Michael's for a long time. People yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we had the sign and we brought a really rad poster of John Barrymore's profile, Drew's grandfather, which we handed to Drew and then Chris Miller was holding it. Yeah, which you can see in pictures, which is so Yes. <laughs> and this poster, it's so cool. It was like a 1960s style, like swirly. How do you even describe that? It's kind of psychedelic. It was part of yeah. a series of like old Hollywood stars that were like artwork of them that was done in this really neat um, style. So just love it. I still love that poster. Yeah, I know. I'm like, do I need that for my place? <laughs> oh, like- that would look cool. Oh, it would look so cool. But also we've tried to look like in Drew's offices, in the background of pictures of her house to see if we spotted it. No sign, but. <laughs> well, now that we're talking about it, it's going to show up in her office at the studio or something. That would be so cool. That would be so, so cool. But anyway, going back to the day. Okay. So we had some of Drew's besties were in attendance. So the aforementioned Fabrizio Moretti, her boyfriend Mm -hmm. at the time, he was there in the crowd watching her with the sweetest little proud look on his face. 
Chris Miller was there, obviously he, so back in this time, he was no longer Drew's assistant, but he always like, whenever she went out to fans or was on the red carpet, like he was always right by her side. Yeah. And I think at one point, was he like, kind of like publicist slash bodyguard slash. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like first tier assistant. <laughs> like yeah. Whenever I would try to describe him to somebody who wasn't familiar, I would just say he's her right-hand man. Like that's he what was he does. exactly that. Yeah. Yes. So he was there and there was also a flower film staffer at the time named Miri Yoon. And Mm -hmm. she was actually Drew's assistant at that time. And I looked her up and she's like a big time producer now. She had some big releases the last couple of years. Yeah. Do we know how long she was with Drew? Uh, Just a couple of years. I think like two or three. Yeah. Cool. And then there was another member of the Strokes, uh, the bass player, Nikolai. And then there's just like all these people we don't recognize, like all these kind of suits, like executives, yep. agents, I don't know, lawyers. I have no idea who these people are. Like yep. a whole crowd of randoms. It's very strange. It's interesting that we like, there's no face that like sticks out to us, even though there might be a name that we'd know or something. Mm, interesting. Yeah. She says like, and all the people I love are behind me. She could just be gesturing to Fab, Chris and Nancy. I think I skipped over mentioning Nancy Javonin. Let's mention Nancy because Nancy was a big part of being there. She's like, in a lot of the, uh, like Drew had a lot of moments with her. You could tell it was very like party. Yes. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the congratulation ads later. Yeah. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong. I think we met Nancy at the end of this. Like, I think she came over and chatted with us. I think you're right. Okay. <laughs> God, you'd think we'd remember. That's so embarrassing. Oh my God. It's also funny that there were these like teenagers who, if you look at like before Drew gets the award and before she goes on the stage and she's Mm -hmm. off to the side waiting there's these teens that are all like behind her in every picture and they got to like meet her there's a picture of her signing 17 magazine for one of them so i think they're probably like the kids of some of these executives i don't know it's just funny they're very random it's very strange that they're there (laughs) i remember us being because we have a bunch of my pictures there's this girl in a pink sweater behind her yeah. and like she looks like very serious has got like sunglasses on yep. almost the whole time <laughs> and I remember us being like who who are they why are they there like yeah I still don't know not that we could dare to think that we know all the people that she's around but it's also just like kind of <laughs> it felt a little random <laughs> so this was kind of a sweet thing I'm not sure if this is common for these events or not but the day was declared Drew Barrymore Day in Hollywood by the honorary mayor Johnny Grant who passed away in 2008 so just a few years after the event but it was really cute yeah I wonder is that like always what the case is I'm not I'm sure curious. I don't know I, I doubt it though Okay, so Drew was introduced by Amy Pascal, who was the Columbia Sony chairperson at that time. They released 51st States. This is another yeah. part of why I think it's interesting. Um, yeah. You guys might recognize her name because she was part of that like infamous email leak scandal that happened with Sony. And a bunch of her emails came out and some of them were not too, uh, didn't paint her in the best light. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just remember we're like, who is this lady? Because she had kind of crazy hair that day, maybe every day. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't know who she was at the time until maybe when she got up and spoke, maybe. Okay. So I'm, I'm glad to hear you say like that you maybe still didn't know. Because I remember like maybe maybe after this, we looked her up or something. Yeah, we, that we might somehow, be right. like Maybe she said her name and we were like, oh, we got to take note. I don't know. But I just know we didn't know she was like a big executive. Like, yeah. The way she spoke about Drew was 
like as if they were old friends. Yes. Kind of. <laughs> but really she was kind of like Drew's boss for a couple movies is really yeah. she would have been part of like Charlie's Angels as well, I think, because that was Columbia Sony. One thing I thought was sweet was she says something about Drew's like business acumen. Like she says yeah. something to the effect of like, and Drew was always like professional in the business side or something like yep. that, that, which was like, oh, like I'm sure that was a big compliment to Drew. Like, you know, knowing how she was always kind of behind the scenes, like always teaching herself and being professional and like getting shit done. So it's cool. Yeah. Okay. So there are a couple of videos of the event, which is so fun to like kind of be on the other side of this meaning our perspective from that day they are really sweet um we will post links to them one of them you can see us in the crowd yes <laughs> yes so we'll maybe we'll put like timestamps so you can see where you okay. can find us cool so we'll post links to these videos but it's really sweet to see drew like kind of relive it a little I'm bit like oh yeah <laughs> there we are yeah let's talk about drew's look at this event real quick yeah she looked so beautiful that day oh my gosh so she's wearing this gold glitter long pencil skirt and this black sweater top it's like super flattering on her figure yeah and she had on that gold necklace that fab bought her that she wore all the time in 2004 and then she also has that huge oval ring that i remember really noticing that day Yep. And then long hair extensions that were kind of part of the 51st States uh, vibe. She, it's like not exactly what she had in the movie, but she did something similar when she was doing all the promo. Yep. It is kind of interesting that she did that. <laughs> so Anne took a bunch of photos, film and digital that day. Yep. We'll share some of them, but she got some really amazing close-up pictures of Drew and she looks so beautiful that day. Like I loved her makeup, like her skin is flawless, just really gorgeous. It's interesting. Like I'm very like happy that I have these and I feel so like, you know, and but it's also like interesting to think that in that moment, like those few seconds I had to take the pictures, I was looking through the lens and not looking at her face, but like, I wouldn't change it for anything to not have these pictures, you know, like, (laughs) and just kind of going back to her outfit for a second. She's so tiny, like I at know. this time that like, there's one picture that I took. I know that we'll exactly share. what you're talking about. Yeah. from It's like her profile. Um, so she like is holding her hands up to her face and I, it's exact profile, but you see like how tiny her body is in it. And it's not even like, I'm trying not to be like, <laughs> I get what you're saying. You're not trying to be like talk focused on her body, on her size. body. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just a wonderful picture. Cause you get the side of her face. You kind of get like the whole outfit. You see like how, I don't know. It just, it's so endearing. I think it's worth noting because I think a lot of people don't realize how tiny she is. And you always hear when people meet her, they always go, Oh my God, she's so small. Like, yeah, you really can't tell on screen how tiny she truly is but somehow that that photo captured it yeah yeah I think it also like her hair looks like big in a way that makes her look smaller you know it's also I don't know it's really cool so we'll share a few of these pictures I feel very lucky to have had my camera ready in these moments like it's it was really it's really like one of the coolest things that I was able to photograph in the presence of Drew like so So cool. cool yeah Uh, Let's get into her speech. I think you're going to play it for us, right? Or at least part of it. Yes. And I was so nervous because I get very nervous when the attention's on me um, that 
I don't know, I've just been a ball of nerves about this day, and now here I am, and I can't stop thinking about what everybody kept saying. Let this in. Be aware of the moment. Live in the moment. Be present. This is insane. I Thank you, by the way. This is such an honor. My grandfather's profile and feet and hands are right there. And, and I'm so appreciative that you guys came out today. It makes it so much more special. I'm so thankful to the city. I'm so thankful to all my friends and family and my bosses at Sony. And, and my, that's what I'm, you were first. Like, I was like, thank you, you guys. Your enthusiasm is so awesome. It's made this whole thing just incredible. So I just want to thank you for taking time out of your day. I really thank you so much, and I'm really honored to be near my family. That's, I think, the coolest thing for me. So thank you so much. Thank you. I'm, I will never forget this day, and I'm completely in the moment, and I'm, I'm so excited. I feel like throwing up. I'm, I have all these emotions. First, before we talk about her speech in detail, yep. did you notice how young she sounds? Okay. I'm glad that you said this because this triggered what I was going to say. Oh, okay. That this is closer to 1995 than it is to now. <laughs> Stop it. Why would you be so rude? <laughs> because I also noticed how young she sounded when I listened to it earlier. She sounds really young in it. Yeah. I, I'm getting like a never been kissed promo voice for some reason. That's what I made me think of. Yeah, I, I couldn't identify specifically what it was reminding me of, but it, it made me realize like how professional she sounds like on her show now, like after all the practice of like talking and articulating and, you know, like saying things off the cuff, I think it used to make her so much more nervous. And she's now like so good at just true. Wow. speaking in front of people. Like it yeah. really, when you think of like how many years have passed since then and what she, her career oh is now, God. it's literally like talking in front of people. Yeah. Wow. So cool. So cool. It's really, it's just wild to think like we've been a fan this whole time. <laughs> yes. No kidding. Like it's really cool. Yeah. But I love her speech. So sweet. I love that she like wants to like be in the moment and really mm -hmm. appreciate it. And then of course, part about her grandfather's profile. I just yeah. want to mention, and we'll link to this. There was a really sweet, very short segment on the Drew Barrymore show in the beginning when they premiered season two in 2021 and the show was in LA. They stand right at here, exactly where this was outside the Chinese theater. And Drew talks about how her family is, you know, all around there and she sees her grandfather's profile or as she says, profile. And uh, she always goes and puts her face in it and she gets emotional in that video, like exactly at the same kind of thing that she does in this one, like talking about being close to her family. So that's sweet. I know it is sweet. I just realized it's so similar how she like cracks. Her right? Voice cracks. The same exact, like talking about the same thing. I know. Yeah, it's really sweet. And it is like kind of surreal to hear this speech like it's short but i feel like there were parts of it that like kind of stuck in my mind and i don't know if it's because it was, <laughs> i was there or because i've watched it a bunch of times I like I, don't, I actually don't know it's pretty cool i i love the speech and i'm so glad that we have like evidence of it online like because if yeah. we didn't like we wouldn't have access so that's why we're gonna drop we dropped in this episode because it kind of feels like a, another way to save it yeah I know <laughs> the archivist in me True. <laughs> you know
So when the star was revealed, it was like kind of covered with this like plastic, big plastic star shaped thing. <laughs> and then they reveal it and the photographer just going off. And do you remember like we were so struck by the wall of photographers? I feel like I remember feeling that way a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Like at other events that we went to, but I like, I feel like this one, maybe because we were like kind of in the direction of them kind of anyway. So once it's revealed, Drew kisses it. And she said that she does that whenever she visits it, which I'm like, oh, I don't know about that, Drew. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if I want that to be true, Drew. There's a lot of feet that go over that star of yours. Yeah, so hopefully she's got little uh, baby wipes in her pocket, like she said in some <laughs> interview in the 90s. Yes, I love that. <laughs> Just personally, whenever we would go there, which I feel like we went to the star like 12 times or something, maybe even more. I don't know how many times, but it's been quite a while. Quite a while. Quite a while. Yeah, it's been a long ass time, but we used to leave little flowers. Like, I don't know where we would find the flowers, but we would find little flowers, right? Like plants, potted plants around. Because there are not flowers on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Somehow we would always have little flowers and we'd put them on there. Did we steal them from the mall that's right by there? <laughs> I'm sure it was potted plants. It had to have been. Yeah. And then one time as we were doing that, this weird guy who's such a jerk he's like why are you guys doing that and we're like oh we're just fans of and he's like i don't like her she has too many, too many boyfriends, boyfriends. <laughs> and for some reason even though we were like that's so rude yeah like get away from us we have quoted that since then yeah so maybe we should thank this weird guy <laughs> i think in retrospect i want to both say fuck you and also <laughs> thank, thank you, you. <laughs> Too many boyfriends. Just too many boyfriends. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so yes, we did visit it a bunch of times, but it is in this part of Hollywood that like you maybe only want to go once in your life. It's crowded. <laughs> it's crowded. It's touristy. You know, yeah. I I shouldn't say that. I am I'm jaded because I've gone That's many, true. many, many times and I no longer appreciate Hollywood the way I once did. But I think it's cool to go there once. Like I said, it's right in front of the Chinese theater, which is historic. So yeah, it is cool really to see. Cool. We have plenty of photos of ourselves posing with it. We'll share a couple on the episode page. But yeah, there there is a fun one of us with somebody dressed as the killer from Scream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and one, one memory I have about that really quick is that right after we took the picture, like I didn't realize we had to tip him. Oh, that's right. And so I was like, oh, oh, sorry. And like pulled out like a five and gave it to him. Oh, you did? I'm, okay. Yeah. They're pushy. They just come up and yeah. they're like, hey, you, let's take a picture. And then they're like, okay, now pay me. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of the many like characters <laughs> yeah. in that area. People just walk around dressed up. Usually it's like Batman, Spider-Man. But like this time, you know, we walked yeah. up and there was the There's scream killer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ghostface. That's the word I couldn't think of. Of course, the scream fan knows. Ask and you shall receive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I find it kind of strange just based on like other star ceremony photos that I've seen where people are like with their family members or their co-stars. But when Drew's was revealed, it's just her surrounded by that honorary mayor, Johnny Grant. Amy Pascal, and then some random guy in a suit who we don't even know who he is. And like, part of that is part of the reason why I think like Columbia Sony was sort of behind it. Like Amy being like, well, if we're going to do this, I'm going to be part of <laughs> your big reveal moment and I'll be the one sitting with you. 
Cause like Nancy was right there, you know, like Nancy yep. should have been the one by her side. I feel like, but totally just my theory. I have a couple of thoughts about it. I have a feeling like that you are kind of right, but I don't think they did it for publicity for the movie. I think they were literally like, you're about to make us a ton of money. <laughs> we heard that you were nominated and we're going to pay for it. Like, it, I feel like it yeah. was more like a kind of business deal than it was like uh you scratch our back <laughs> scratch yours kind of thing yeah, yeah kind of because not that people don't care about the walk of fame stars more of like kind of a gift to drew that would then benefit them you know okay. like yeah like hopefully it was a little bit like less skeevy but also <laughs> the whole thing making people pay for this is also kind of a strange thing yeah but i like the theory because there's like it makes sense I thought. <laughs> also, yeah, who the hell's the guy in the suit and why is he in the picture? <laughs> why is he there? Why did this guy get to be is there? Is he the Sony financier and we don't know his name because you're not supposed to? That's what I think. Some, if somebody recognizes him, shoot us an email and let us yes. know. <laughs> yes, please do. So I mentioned that uh, there were lots of photographers there and we mentioned that we're in that video. We also were featured in <laughs> Star Magazine. Not featured, I'm sorry. Barely. I have, I have like half my face is in there. <laughs> yeah. You can see, like, we'll post it. We're absolutely going to be showing this. Yeah. So I'm prominent because my arms are out. And actually what's kind of cool is I've got the bracelet that you gave me. That's just like the one that Luke gave her. Oh yeah. I didn't realize that. That's so fun. <laughs> yeah. So we're just in the background of Drew signing a, a Charlie's Angels poster just in the crowd, but it's cool because it was exciting. We should mention that our friend Jolena was there with us, but unfortunately she got cropped out with the rest of my face here. So <laughs> you can't see Joe. Yeah. And I like other pictures from that area. I'm like, where's Joe? <laughs> she was holding the sign. <laughs> oh my gosh. Was she? Yeah. It's her arms. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. <laughs> That's great. Oh, okay. So fun. I actually, can I just tell you, I remember buying this magazine at a grocery store and I feel like I opened it and showed the checker. I was like, that's me. <laughs> I would have done that, but yeah, I don't remember even buying it. <laughs> oh, man. So good. So yeah, like you mentioned, she's signing a Charlie's Angels poster. So Drew came over to the crowd and was very uh, generous with her time, signed tons of stuff for people. We never would ask for a signature in those kinds of crowd moments. It was just not, no. our, not our vibe. We just wanted to give her a present. So we gave her that poster. And there's actually a photo, like a professional paparazzi photo of her holding it saying thank you to us, which is so cool. So neat. It's too bad it's not video. I know. It was a brief moment. I don't remember like exactly what she said. I know that we said, this is a poster of your grandfather. She said, thank you, obviously, and probably something else, but it was a chaotic moment. So wasn't a lot of time to... <laughs> but this is the moment that I took the neat photo that you'll see. The one with her eyes closed, but like in a beautiful yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I feel like she said something to Chris. <gasps> yeah. Like, not just hold this. Like, I feel like it was like, I don't know if it, I don't know. Protect like this was... with your life, Chris. <laughs> it was something like that. <laughs> I think that's exactly what it was. 
if you want to listen to us talk about other encounters with Drew, um, check out episode 16. We've also got some write-ups on the website or are any of them I up anymore? I think just one. Okay. Yeah, we lost some of our stories in a previous backup. Sorry, we haven't wanted to retype them. <laughs> But anyway, so we've had many encounters with Drew. Um, this one I think was more about us being there to like kind of support and cheer her on. Yeah. To be able to witness that moment was really cool. We didn't really have like high hopes of being able to talk to her or anything. Um, Ashley did have a brief memory that we don't remember any details that we did get to speak with Nancy briefly. And yeah, we should probably also mention, so we did go to the 51st States premiere and Chris we had like a group and he was only able to get a couple tickets to go into the actual premiere. So instead he hooked us up with like the overflow theater. Yeah. We were all able to go watch the movie, which was so nice and amazing. Yeah. And then we also like at that went in the fan area and like cheered on drew on the red carpet. It was a pretty awesome day to be a drewby. <laughs> it was a crazy day. So let's talk about all of the really awesome congratulatory ads that Drew received. Yeah. You guys might not be aware of this, but a lot of times in the entertainment industry, when somebody gets awarded or honored with something, other people or entities will take out ads in like Variety and the Hollywood Reporter and those kind of trade mags congratulating them. Yep. So Drew had a lot and like, we have them in our collection, which is really cool that we were able to get those. Cause those are like pretty hard to find. Cause they come out and they're gone so fast, but we have, we'll just say right now, we have them all on the Jerseyum. Yeah. So you can go look at them, <laughs> but we'll talk about which ones that, you know, that we've got because we think it's fun. Yeah. It's fun <laughs> to know like who took the time to place an ad for Drew. And there are some that are really sweet. Yeah. So the first one that we've got in our collection is from the Endeavor Talent Agency. There's nothing really notable about that one. Then we've got one from Happy Madison, which of course is Adam Sandler's production company. And it's really sweet because the image is a star like on the Walk of Fame and it says Julia Gulia. And then the <laughs> ad, as you'll see if you look on the website, which I encourage you to do, it says it could have gone this way. But you'll always be Julia Hart to us, which if you don't understand that it's a wedding singer reference. It's so cute. That was such really a good cute. idea. And it's very like well done. Like the graphic looks totally legit. They did a good yep, job. <laughs> exactly. There's a really sweet one from Courtney Cox and David Arquette, which I just, for some reason, was always very touched that they did that. Yeah, it is really cute. But that was sweet because, uh, you know, they were friendly with Drew. I don't know. I just feel like they always supported her as a couple. Did you say they were in Scream with her? Yeah, they were in Scream with her, but like they didn't do a lot together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I guess Drew and Courtney did a couple promo things together, but, um, but also they might associate like, okay. Am, am I wrong to think that David Arquette and Courtney Cox met on Scream? Is that right? Oh yeah, that's right. And that's where they fell in love. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe they associate like meeting, you know, with a yeah. movie that Drew helped them make big. Like, it's cool. Plus then he did never been kissed. So, oh, you know. of course, yeah. of course he did. Why? You know, I'm acting like I don't know that right now. <laughs> like, oh, what's that movie? <laughs> I'm not really familiar with that one. I didn't yeah, do I a whole long ass episode. Never heard of it. <laughs> never been heard of. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stop, Ashley. There's also an ad from Flower Films. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a bunch of 
screenshots from all the movies she's in. I do wish it was a little bit of a cuter ad, but only because their graphics have gotten so much better over the years. <laughs> well, haven't we all? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say their graphics specifically, just Drew's brands. And I feel like for this, doesn't True. feel like her brand in a way, but yeah. it is very sweet. It was probably like one intern was given this job and, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like, please collect pictures from every movie she was in. Thank yeah. you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we've got kind of another, I don't, I mean, somebody that meant something to Drew, but means really not much to us named Marie Ambrosino, who was a business manager kind of in real estate. So probably kind of a business relationship that we're not super familiar with. And then we've got the adorable McGee. That is a really cute cartoon. I'm guessing he drew that. I actually realized that maybe he illustrated that cartoon. Really? You think so? I don't know why, but it's really cute. McGee, <laughs> tell us. It's basically like a little McGee hanging from an <laughs> illustrated star, which is super cute. <laughs> so cute. I think it's my favorite of all the ads just because it's so sweet. Then we also have one from Nancy Javonin. It's very sweet. It has pictures of Ethel, Lionel, and John stars and it says you're in good company congratulations to you on the star I'm so proud of you Pardsy. I love you Nancy and then there's a quote from Ethel Barrymore I think my favorite is probably that one yeah. because I can feel how much Drew would have been touched by it oh yeah like the fact that she mentions her family says you're in good company calls her Pardsy, which we know is their nickname for each other and also kind of our nickname for each other yeah we stole it <laughs> <laughs> we sure did. Um, so I think that's my favorite for those few reasons, but McGee's is still the cutest. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> uh, and then we have one from Sony where they have a big, beautiful daisy on it. I like that they say, Drew, you'll always be our angel and an unforgettable first date. That was clever. <laughs> it's really clever. And then um, the last two we've got, one from Steven Spielberg and his says, from Gertie to Charlie's sweetest angel, I'm so proud of you. Oh, Again, like that, I'm just like. Yeah, you know that touched her. Absolutely. And then the last one here, which I found so interesting. Yeah, I remember at the time feeling that way. Yeah, it's from My Date with Drew, the crew of that film, which if you're not familiar, it's <laughs> it's basically a documentary about a guy trying to get a date with Drew. I guess he succeeds, but it also is very awkward. <laughs> and right? he'd already, it had already happened. Like she'd already done the date with him by the time the star ceremony happened, but the yes. movie hadn't come out yet. So I think they were just using this as like a promotional uh, thing oh. for, for the movie because they have their website on it and everything. That's a good point. I did. I was like, why would they have an, I, I just assume that putting an ad out in like Variety or Hollywood Reporter would be expensive. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. They invested in that. I just, I just, <laughs> you know, I just had that thought. <laughs> oh, too funny. I thought I had a memory of seeing the plaque that she received that day in her office. At some point, I looked at a bunch of things. I was never able to find a picture of it, but I did find a screen cap from the best place to start where you could just see the snippet on the wall of a, the corner of a photo of her and um, receiving the star that day. So I was like, is that what I thought of? Maybe. <laughs> I love that. Like your brain kind of took you to the right place, but right. the image wasn't right. You're I like, I'm like, I don't understand not what I remember. <laughs> I also kind of feel like I've seen the plaque, but she's holding it in the pictures from the day. True. That might be why. I don't know if our brains are just doing something weird, but <laughs> they tend to, <laughs> but good eye on finding this in best place to start. Cause 
Well, I just demonstrated to you my creepy eye for recognizing things with something else. So I love it. Um, And the last little tidbit, we wanted to just say that Drew and Cameron Diaz attended, oh, and Demi Moore attended Lucy Liu's star ceremony, which was in 2019. I really like the outfit that Drew's wearing. No. I know you said you didn't really like her look. Oh, but... I hate it. It's one of my least oh. favorite looks she's ever had, I think. What? Head to toe. Hate it. Why? <laughs> like you just zoomed in on it. Because <laughs> I... I wanted to see the pattern on her dress. I just think it's hideous. But look at the flowers on the dress. Well, yeah, if they didn't have those sleeves, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm being a jerk. Sorry, Drew. I love you. But that was a, that was a big thumbs down for me. Your own star ceremony look is much better than this. She just didn't want to upstage Lucy, right? I mean, I think that the dress is pretty. And- <laughs> Sorry, I'm a jerk. Does Cameron have a star? I'm going to check real quick. But it's so cute that the angels all came out to be there for um, Lucy. I love that. Yeah. Fun idea. That's why I'm like, why is Amy Pascal sitting there when Drew gets hers? You know, like it's usually yep. somebody who makes a little more sense than that. Yep. Cameron Diaz does have one. Oh, you were she got it June 22nd, 2009. Okay. Hmm. I'm like, Drew was really busy that year. Yeah. Cameron, it looks like has family with her and then Tom Cruise. So like that was promoting a movie that they were doing. You Maybe know what it's I mean? often. I think it is. Interesting. Well, we'll follow up if we find out for sure. Yeah, I know. Someone <laughs> spills the tea. <laughs> All right. So thank you for putting together the notes for this little episode. Thank you for everybody for listening to us blabber about something that we got to attend that just happens to do with our love, Miss Drew. You guys, that was really fun. That was really fun to look back on this time in our lives and like what an amazing day that was. And uh, not just for us, for Drew too. (laughs) I'm so glad she (laughs) had that honor. It's all about us. It was like very obvious how special it was to her. So it was cool to witness it. She was very touched. Well, hope you guys liked listening to us chat about this. If you want to join in on the fun of people leaving reviews, it means so much to us. And it also kind of lets us know what you guys are looking for in the podcast, what you are enjoying about it, what we're doing right. Uh, If you want to tell us what we're doing wrong, do that privately, not in a review. (laughs) (laughs) So we're looking forward to your slew of Drew-related reviews related to our podcast. (laughs) There we go. Come follow us on Instagram at HowDoYouDrewPod. We definitely, like we said, we really like being interactive with you guys. You can also come over to us at Drewzeum for other Drew things we're posting on there all the time. Okay, so make sure you visit our website at howdoyoudrew.com where we do an episode page for every episode. This one's particularly rich with pictures and stuff, so check it out. Um, Even though it's all from one day, there's lots of fun stuff, and I'd really like you to see the pictures I took. Yeah. Send listener mail to howdoyoudrewpod at gmail.com. Like Ashley said, we love listening, or we love uh, listening to your emails. (laughs) I love listening to emails. I don't know about you. I just make Siri read them. (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening to the very end for those of you who are the real ones. Listening to us go off the rails. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. This 
episode of the How Do You Drew podcast was researched and produced by Ashley and Anne from thedrewsium.com with help from our sponsor, Positive Medium. Special thanks to Matt Costa for our lovely theme song, Roxy Prima for our adorable logo, and last but not least, Drew Barrymore and all the Drewbies who love her. We do this for you. Thank Thank you. you.